2: what is the problem you need to calm down get a little less politically correct and i would say you know love everybody you clearly
3: don't know who you're talking to so let me clue you in. this
2: is a freak show an intergalactic What do you make of that?
0: It's about right. I keep telling
2: my colleagues uh, that this is the new normal. God help us all. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me a beer. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response Tread very effing lightly, because what I'm going to do to you is going to be effing disgusting. I give you america
1: itself this is ed mcmahon and now here's armstrong
4: and getty
3: live
4: from studio c
0: oh, oh see, senor
4: dimly lit room Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Third
3: worlders
4: with nukes. What do you think of this headline I saw somewhere? The North Korea talks Kim ploded. Uh, It's not bad. I'm looking at Kim next to Trump. Yeah. He's a bigger guy than I thought, because Trump's a very big guy. Right. How tight is Trump's jacket. That's important. To Kim know. doesn't look tiny next to him. Part of it's because he's so fat, though.
0: Right. So he's no, as Trump's wide jacket as is not terribly tight, so you can presume he's slightly thinner than the thinnest part of his jacket. Kim, on the other hand, is... Uh, Round. Round like a ball. He's uh, big as a... What do you... I almost used the Japanese term, but that would be, like, insensitive, I'm I'm thinking, so I apologize for even thinking it.
4: Talks Kim-ploded. We're going with that. Yeah. <sighs> Here's here's something I thought I came across last night I thought was really good from Ian Bremmer's uh Twitter feed. We have Ian Bremer on regularly uh-huh. of the Eurasia Group. And he is no right winger, and he's certainly not a Trump fan. Because I, I was noticing as I was taking in the coverage yesterday, Fox had most of their correspondents in North Korea covering the North Korea summit, and then they would get back to the Cohen stuff. Uh-huh. MSNBC and, and it's been hmm. The other two cable channels, MSNBC and CNN, it's as if the North Korea summit was not occurring. Mm-hmm. It was only people breathlessly covering the Cohen thing, and I thought, okay, well, is this a is this the right order of things? Because for Fox, because I thought it was of importance, um, uh, or is this you know we don't want to focus on stuff that hurts our side or or whatever? Is that that's the way a lot of Trump haters would see it. Ian Bremmer, again, no Trump fan, no right winger. In fact, he hates Trump. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, Ian Bremer said, actual importance of news today. Number one, India-Pakistan conflict. Number two, U.S.-North Korea summit. Number three, Cohen testimony. Mm-hmm. And he got blasted on his Twitter feed by a number of, of people. But he said... That's what Twitter's for. <laughs> right, it is. But he said, um, it's just, the Cohen thing, it's just not an existential threat to the U.S. The Mueller testimony will be fine. We'll figure it all out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Cohen thing was practically a campaign rally. It was practically a uh, a meeting, but the, a,
4: a campaign meeting. But the idea that the major cable news channels just didn't follow the bigger stories is amazing.
0: Yeah, stories that actually have impact. Yeah, I guess maybe I admire your capacity to be amazed after <laughs> yeah, every single time they've punched you in the face. Yeah. Did you you just punched me in the face? I punch you in the face every day. They are desperate for eyes and ears they go with sensationalism. Mm. And you're... partisanship, not news. Stop looking to them for news.
4: Kimploded is what happened.
0: You're looking for gold in a diamond mine. That was an Elton
4: John song, right? I don't Honky know. Cat, 1972. All right, Boom! Okay. What do I win? I'll take your word for it. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi,
2: this morning, Michael. Uh, pretty good. I'm just in here watching uh, CNN's Actually, coverage. Actually, gold in a silver mine, come to think of it. Well, I'm sorry, what's that? Just watching CNN's coverage of the North Korea uh, summit and stuff, and... Uh, yeah, Kim, I mean, I, I don't want to make fun of a man's weight or anything, but he is a... Don't liar. lie to us. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, yeah. What are you talking
3: about? He is a brown man. <laughs> Who are
2: you
4: talking to?
3: <laughs> we know you, you realize. Do you realize? think you are talking to a room full of strangers? <laughs> <Right>. Well, <laughs> and not only that, the audience is well aware of your tricks, sir. <laughs> Yes. Am I
0: wrong, my friends? No, I'm not. No. We've, yes. heard
4: your, we've heard your Chris Kirsten coming through. I know. I anyway, know. Anyway. I'm not
0: Where
2: anybody. were we going
1: with this?
0: Damn sandwich. He
4: ate the nukes.
2: I can't chance wait. chance of this
4: happening. <laughs> right? I know. Okay. a chance. Wow. Terrible. You're better than that. That's I know. below uh, your standards. Really. <laughs> wow not really that's that's always been my response too, michael If somebody says you're better than that no, no actually i'm not
0: how about he was willing to give up his nukes for one of chris christie's
4: extra large bags of m&ms that would have been mildly amusing there is positive i straight for you in the future whose <laughs> smile lights up the room how are you sean uh doing very well just a, a
3: quick uh, what am i watching update um i'm about two-thirds of the way through a netflix show called umbrella academy yes it is it is superhero based, but it's not a comic that I was aware of. It's kind of a, a, a fresh take. It's it's really interesting. I'm very much enjoying it. I give it a seven point eight out of ten. I'm oh. only going to the uh, to the tenths at this point in my rating scale. <laughs> um, good. <laughs> uh, that's subject to change in future things, but sure. it's, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, if you like silly superhero type shows, um, uh, this is a good one. Not that it's a comedy.
4: but Umbrella Academy. Umbrella
3: Academy. Okay. Yes.
4: There is Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
2: Well, i got to tell you, i got a friend that's much more hardy than I am. My friend in the great Northwest, turns out his roof partially collapsed because of the snow that had built up on it. So they put a tarp over it, they closed the door of the room where the ceiling opened up, called the insurance company, and then a roofing company, and uh, that's it. They're just waiting for him to come. Oof. No roof. Oh, man, man.
4: My aunt in Iowa had uh, said she had 54 inches of snow in her front yard. Great. That's hard even imagine.
0: You know, that reminds me. That's the reason I wanted that AOC tape we were talking about the other day that we didn't get to it. Among her other topics, she's she's discussing climate change. And she goes through this list of and people getting more snow and rain than usual. And that's climate change and people getting less snow and rain than usual. A sign of climate change and some people getting the same amount From climate change, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but she essentially said every single thing that happens in the weather is climate
4: change, and it was pricelessly doopy. Yeah, my friends and family live in snowy parts of the world, though. It's different than it used to be. There's no doubt. Now, why that is, that's a whole different story. Yeah, that's right. Although, you know, when I was a little kid,
0: was different than when I was a medium-sized kid in terms of snow. I know this because I was obsessed with playing in the snow. And then after the great snowfall of, I think it was 1978 that the records were set in Chicago, which were recently broken for cold and stuff like that, um, after that, it didn't snow nearly as much. And I was bummed because I like to ski and play in the snow. And so... Right yeah I just we're into and, and again I'm agnostic on the whole climate change and what's causing a thing. I'm just curious it's interesting to me I don't take a strong position um, We are thoroughly into the every single thing that happens is cited as a sign period of the discussion.
4: It's just annoying. you don't take a strong position. I take a strong position and this is my strong position. Oh, that's good. good. I, I, would, get out nice. I wouldn't come there. at you. It's a nice wide base. Right. I would not come at him. You couldn't push me over. No. Right. Right. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, February 28th, the year 2019. where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
0: Okay, then. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. The president, I can guarantee I know him well. He's
1: sitting in Vietnam right now, fuming, oh, that, no one, fuming that no one's defending.
4: Hmm. Um. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? A summit sinks It implodes. No
2: deal with North Korea. Another day for Cohen on Capitol Hill as fallout continues. Another from- day today? Yes. Who's he talking to today? Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, Adam Schiff's Sh- Yes. Committee. As the fallout continues from testimony so far, and we've got another health warning about smartphones, our first FM story of the month. Coming oh, boy. Up. Oh,
4: Good. Yeah, there's some interesting portions out of the testimony yesterday. Make you wonder. Make you wonder what's going on there. Uh, So we'll bring you those. Uh, How's mailbag look? Oh, it's good. A variety of reactions to the Cohen hearings yesterday. There's some good stuff after we got done. (laughs) No, there wasn't. (laughs) There wasn't? Nope. I thought AOC had a pretty, uh, pretty clever line of questioning for what they're trying to accomplish. I don't know if they coordinated on that since she was last or what, but that was a pretty good way to handle it. If if you're unaware, stay tuned. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the nation. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large. Our long-form interviews available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: To me, and we'll get into this in more detail coming up, it's so interesting the stuff that Cohen cleared the president in. Cohen saying he's seen no evidence of collusion between Trump and Russia. Mm -hmm. Cohen saying... I don't know that there's a PP tape. I don't think there is. No, no. Cohen saying I don't believe he ever hit Melania. Cohen saying I don't believe he ever paid for abortions for anybody. I don't think there's a love child. I spent a long time looking for videotape and and that whole weird Mother Jones. He went to Prague to meet the Russian,
0: and he, yeah, and he's never been to Prague. He said, I've, so I've never been to Prague.
4: It was interesting. Those things got cleared. I've up. never been to Prague either, for the record, and I'd like to. I'd like to go someday. Get that straightened out. That's a, is that on your bucket list? Oh, absolutely. Prague. This big old bucket. Just Prague. That's all it says. Oh, to be in Prague in the springtime. My bucket list, uh, eat an entire chocolate pie in one sitting. That's on my bucket list. Mm. Bu- buy a really big bucket. That's on my list. <laughs> yeah, mine is a
3: bucket of chicken, bucket of ribs, bucket of crab legs. I don't know if I actually understood what what a bucket uh, list no, is. No, that's that's kind of pathetic. Mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, bucket of hush puppies; those are delicious. Oh boy, the
0: indefensible hush puppy. It's a salty donut. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: indefensible. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've uh, and I've eaten many a hush puppy too. You <laughs> <Look>, indefensible <laughs> hush puppy? That is funny. If you if you're eating southern man. If you're eating barbecue and they got hush puppies, you have to have a hush puppy or two. Don't have more than that. Mm. But you gotta have one or two. It's a salty donut. Oh, there's no defending it. Here's your uh, freedom of quote of the day, ML King Jr. There comes a time when a moral man can't obey a law which his conscience tells him is unjust. Always an interesting
3: topic. It's the first thing I say anytime I get pulled over.
0: Right. <laughs> it's it's a great topic if you uh, want to get in deep to matters of morality and law and 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 liberty or you're stoned. Um when is it the right thing to do to break a law?
4: God, I I had a tough one with my kid the other day. I should talk about that later. Just love to hear. As it. he's getting older, bumping up against the rules you should follow and rules you shouldn't and what the does that mean? The stupidity
0: of bureaucracy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that Those lessons are just beginning to be taught, Jack. Oh my god, the school system. Uh, Here's your uh, federal law of the day. There's so many of them, nobody even knows how to count them. Section 42 U.S. Code, I mean it's it's practically a paragraph of letters and numbers. Uh, It makes it a crime for urine collectors with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Well, let's stop right there. Kids, you having trouble finding a rewarding career? Have you considered being a urine collector for the Nuclear Regulatory
4: Commission. But their uniforms are snappy. I'm a UC for the NRC. Well, that sounds very impressive. Oh, oh yeah. Mm, I went yeah. to college for eight years.
0: Yeah, it's uh, with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. It's an inspector of sorts. I uh, can't say anymore. Oh, you inspected nuclear plants? Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> more yep. or less. Uh, the people.
4: So it's uh, if- more or less an intelligence operation. So you deal with uranium?
3: Something like that. <laughs>
0: Close. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Can't say anymore. It's a toxic substance. Right. uh, I gotta be very careful. I wear gloves and the hazmat suit and the rest of it. Right, that's true. Really can't say anymore. Makes it a crime for urine collectors with the NRC to not initiate shy bladder procedures when a donor fails to provide enough pee within three hours of their first failed attempt.
3: Wow, that's a federal law. Right. So, I'm googling shy bladder procedures, well, wish me luck.
0: Now, so no, no, don't, don't. Okay. So, you go to Not on a company you, computer. You <laughs> go to Homer Simpson. My drone in sector C, and and you ask him for a urine sample and he says, "I I don't got to go. I can't. I can't I can't I'd love to help you out, but I can't. You must initiate procedures within 3 hours of that. Or your you as the inspector all right. Okay, yeah, right, <laughs> moving along. Uh, let's see, uh, guys, I can't sleep, so I started binge listening to a, the One More Thing podcast from the beginning. I'm laughing so hard I can't see. That's Patty.
4: Mm.
0: Still uh, still not asleep, apparently. K-O-J-R-M-O-B, keep ordering Jack Russian mail-order brides. Oh, geez. Which, uh, it was uh, a topic of one of our early yeah. One More Thing podcasts. It's uh, exclusive to the the podcasting world. It's something you won't hear on the air. Um, Also, we need to argue again about... um, Well, we'll argue off the air. That's no fun. Uh, Brent watched the whole Cohen proceedings and uh, says, at one point, Debbie Wasserman Schultz asked, would Donald Trump do anything for a Klondike bar? Cohen said, yes. Yes, I think he would do anything for a Klondike bar. (laughs) Which if you heard her grilling, is really, really funny. On the other hand, you have this from the always insightful, I almost said inspiteful, was that Freudian slip? The always insightful Spencer, now in Mountain View, California, says some things about the show so kind, I won't even repeat them because of my self-effacing Midwestern ways. Um, And thank you for saying that. But he said, don't run that hearing. It was boring. It was stupid. It was partisan. It was a dog and pony show. And nothing ever comes of these things. Uh, some people thought that.
4: I figured I'd, I'd go ahead and, and honor their oh, point of view. Oh, A lot of people thought that. Yeah. We got uh, tons of texts on that yesterday. Y- you can't not cover that, for one thing. It
3: was many of those things, but I disagree with that. It was boring. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, I don't think it was boring at all. Uh, agree. I agree. I thought it was so embarrassing On so many levels,
0: it was absolutely worth hearing. But, you know, it's okay if you disagree. I don't take it personally.
4: I'm not sure it's going to accomplish anything and the particulars of uh, Trump uh, staying or leaving or anything like that. That, That's the Mueller investigation or, or, or New York's investigation. But as a moment in history and where we're headed as a country, I think it was an indication of something. Yeah. Yeah, because there's going to be I think we're going further down the road of that sort of hearing. Spencer
0: says, as one of Trump's predecessors uh, has said, quote, the world will little note nor long remember what we say here. Don't throw Lincoln at me, Spencer.
4: Don't you dare.
0: Did he say uh,
4: as one of Trump's predecessors? Yes, (laughs) that's
0: awesome. That's pretty, pretty dry. (laughs) Pretty nice. There is also a great deal of anger about how perhaps your, your radio station handled the hearing. And the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Believe it or not, we're not all powerful.
0: Yeah, uh, and don't
4: yell at us. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out who to yell at and yell at them. <laughs> or don't yell at anyone. No, yell. Yell? Yell. Go ahead and yell. Shout, shout, let it all out. That's what I said. Show's as Abraham yelling. Lincoln once said. Gotcha. Uh, Marshall's News coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Is a word. You don't need to change bad to had. Bad is a commonly oh, used word, please. so why change it to had? And the new autocorrect thing of you have it on there as bad, and right when my thumb hits send, you change it to had. Oh. What is that? The bad had is a weak act, <laughs> a weak cousin compared
0: to the whole. I couldn't get him in the phone. I would like to put in that shirt, because you can't write on anymore, according to Tim Cook. On should be in, Tim. What the hell?
3: I they're have, both words. I have never once told my friends to hurry the duck up.
4: Right. Now that, that I get. Maybe your duck
0: is tardy. They're, they're trying to eliminate
4: obscenity, but changing common words, what is that? Yeah, I know.
0: On to in, bad to
4: head. And that new thing where it it shows you, okay, I I typed it right, you took it right, and then right at the end, it switches. Yeah, changed its mind. Gets me all the time. I sent a text to my wife last night. She was completely mystified about (laughs) what's wrong, and then I went back and looked at it. What? Right. That's not what I typed, and that's not what it said when I typed
0: it. Right. Yeah, this needs to be fixed. One more quick note before the news. Uh, some uh, text emailer from the 916 pointed out that yesterday's Cohen hearing was clearly a
4: monkey court.
2: Well, the gentleman be, you No, I will not yield to this monkey court or whatever this thing this is. This is not a monkey court. <laughs>
4: I'm guessing that's the same person that texted that like five times yesterday, thinking Prima. I must not have seen it at some point. <laughs> right. I saw
2: it. We just never got around oh, to get it. Get him with the email. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, he got me.
2: Yeah. Let's get the news now, with Marshall Phillips. And it's over. President Trump heading back to the U.S. without reaching a deal with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. The art of the deal, Marshall. Well,
4: Not I... reaching a deal
0: is the best deal sometimes. Oh. I actually
4: learned a little bit from Hannity, who I, I, I almost never see. But uh, Hannity was talking about the art of the deal and, and Trump writing in his book, you can't want something so much you can't walk away from it. And I thought, man, that is where I fail. <laughs> if, partially because of my laziness, I guess. I'm not going to drive around across town to look at a car or a house unless I really want it. So right. but that, that's a that's a difficult emotional space to get into where you just I'm I'm, I'm OK either way. Right. Whether I get this or not. You got to have your batting already, Jack. Your best
0: alternative to a negotiated agreement. You have to have come to terms with it before you sit
4: down. But I'm not going to drive across town to look at a car unless I really want it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to reporters, after leaving the two-day summit, the president explained... Basically, uh, they wanted the sanctions lifted in their entirety, and we couldn't do that. They were willing to denuke a large portion of the areas that we wanted, but we couldn't give up all of the sanctions for that. So we continue to work and we'll see, but we had to uh, walk away from that particular suggestion. We had to walk away from that.
0: So where does that leave us vis-a-vis the two weeks of we're concerned Trump will give away too much in his
4: anxiousness to reach a deal? Rennerate. No, that's but all. That's, just it's yeah. pregame talk. You, you got to fill time, right? Um. Uh. So here, I am wondering about. So they had dinner for two hours. Yes, the night before. Yes, it was supposed to be thirty minutes or whatever, and it ended up being two hours. And Trump, dinner
2: table events. Exactly. Right?
4: And, and Trump said to Hannity after the dinner, "I hope that Kim says tomorrow uh in the press conference what he said to me at dinner. I'm not going to let you know what it was. It wouldn't be appropriate. But I hope he says the same thing. Well, I wonder what that was." What did Kim say at dinner that it doesn't seem like he said the next day? I don't know what it was. Well, we might have a
2: clue here. Earlier during a photo op during the meeting, Kim uh, signaled he was ready to strike a deal that would see him getting rid of his nukes. Kim was asked by a reporter if he would denuclearize his country. Kim responding through a translator. If I'm not willing to do that, I won't be here right now. (laughs)
4: That's a good answer. Wow. That might be the best answer you've ever heard. I'm a... yeah, that's pretty good. I wouldn't yep. I wouldn't be Thanks here Titan. right now if I weren't at right. least, you know, open to the idea. This some the first time
0: he's ever taken questions from the foreign media, yep. which I found interesting. Maybe what really, Kim I didn't
4: know that. Maybe yeah. Maybe what Kim said at dinner was my chickens repeating on me. <laughs> I'm used to eating cocker spaniel. <laughs> Why would he repeat that at the press
0: conference? I'm I'm confused. I don't know.
4: You know, it's 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 easy to to uh I, I don't know if it's racism or or bigotry or what? But it's easy for me to just assume that other cultures aren't as smart as we are. That's or, bigotry.
0: Yes, that's <laughs> not, precisely not, what bigotry. is. Not all
4: is. cultures, like I wouldn't, I would never think that South Koreans aren't as smart as us. But I, I, for some reason, might have the belief that North Koreans aren't as wise as us. But th- they probably are. There's no reason to think they aren't at the leadership level. And they got political people who may have thought, "Look, we've been following this Cohen stuff all day long. He's getting murdered." This is really a big deal in the United States. I say we, I I don't think we have to give him what he wants. I think he's under a lot of pressure. They could have made that calculation to swing for the fences yesterday. Right.
0: Well, or, or, you know,
4: to paraphrase what you're saying, Trump is weakened. Don't give him anything. Wait. Yeah. They could have made that calculation and Trump didn't cave and then Mm -hmm. you got to go back to it again. Right.
0: Yeah. Michael, you know, the the most likely outcome to this. As as you all know, and we've said many times, nuclear holocaust with all of us glowing. No, no, is
3: is the I'll status be able to quo. Jump three miles. The status quo.
0: <laughs> North Korea gets a significant nuclear arsenal, and we learn to live with it. Ugh. Every president has tried
4: to avoid that. Sometimes there are things, there are problems you cannot solve. I'm also troubled with the critique of Trump by saying you've elevated Kim to the world stage. You know what elevates you to the world stage? Having a nuclear arsenal. And they have one already. He's at that level, whether you like it or not, because he has nukes. Yeah, that talking point is so tired. It needs to lie down, have a good long nap.
2: Meanwhile, former uh, Trump lawyer Michael Cohen is going to be appearing on Capitol Hill for a third day today in closed-door session before the House Intelligence Committee. Yesterday, in open hearings before the House Oversight Committee, Cohen blasted Trump. The Republican members of the committee blasted Cohen. Then later in the day, at the hearing, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Followed up on. She them. got
0: the realtor eyes.
2: Oh, she got him. Uh huh. Following up on some of the previous lines of questioning, asked Cohen about documents pertaining to America Media's hush money catch and kill practices, and whether Trump had ever provided inflated assets to an insurance company or deflated his assets to reduce his tax bills. To
3: your knowledge, did the president ever provide inflated assets to an insurance company? Yes. Who else knows that the president did this? Alan Weisselberg, Ron Lieberman, and Matthew Calamari. (laughs) And where would the committee find more information on this? Do you think we need to review his financial statements and his tax returns in order to compare them? Yes, and you'd
0: find it at the Trump Org. Dow! From the Department of Ground Laying. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Interesting that Trump worked with the man who invented squid before dinner.
3: Yeah, I'm glad that we're not just going to pretend like they didn't just name a man Matthew Calamari. Have you guys seen the picture of this guy? I assume he's breaded. Does he have tentacles? (laughs) Wow. Looks exactly what you think a guy named Matthew Calamari would look like. I'm going to break your face. Matthew to Squid Calamari. (laughs) My friend Johnny Fogwa. (laughs) Did I say that right, Joe? Yeah. Well done. Uh, so, so, almost. Did,
4: I wonder if AOC did she come up with that on her own or was that some sort of they put it together? I saw some lefties yesterday who were really unhappy with the Democrats in their minds flailing, like right. repeating questions, lack of coordination, mm-hmm. yeah, and, short. and, and yeah. not laying yeah. out a case thematically throughout the day. But she went last, and that was a good little you know tax trap, yeah, of getting to to, to come back to that and say, well, we can't answer those questions without his taxes, so let's get his taxes, yeah. So, Yep, that's your news. She got the realtor eyes. Oh, got man, she him. got them. Oh, him. she got them. Oh.
2: I'm <laughs> Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
4: Bug-eyed biatch. <laughs> whoa, wow, <whoa>, that's... her
2: <laughs> She looks like a realtor. She got them realtor eyes. Oh, yeah, she got them. Uh, I can always tell by realtor eyes. Me, too. She got them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: That's Roseanne Barr, America's sweetheart. <laughs> the very flower of American womanhood. <laughs> I can't believe she lost her show. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Uh,
0: (laughs) Does she have a... Well, obviously she has access to a a tape thing, a a recorder on her phone. She needs a blog or a, a vodcast or a podcast or something. I want her to spout every day. Share your thoughts
4: with us, Roseanne. We need your voice. Particularly around the issues of race and... Other controversial subjects, various people's eyes and what they mean. Oh, he's got the deli mouth, huh? The deli mouth—guys who work at the deli—he's got deli mouth. Oh, he's got them Oh, he got it. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, it was interesting all day long. The stuff Cohen was saying was either completely true or completely false, and or all, some of it was—you know—is complicated. But he did say some things that were very helpful to the president. No doubt about it, very helpful. So we got all that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: I don't know what you take from uh, from a day like yesterday, just all the way around. Um, Democracy doesn't
0: work. <laughs> That's my bottom line. That's your takeaway. Yeah,
4: uh, it's uh, well, we'll be fine, everybody. So at some we, p- we won't, but I want you to think we will. At some point during the show, we're going to get into this story about a. Uh, we've talked about this already, but we, we talked to the actual reporter who brought us the story. Um, Professor who advocates killing cops. Yeah, you heard me right. Yeah. Advocates killing cops and is still a professor. And apparently the university is okay with it. It's really a weird story. I hope you can stick around for that. And every layer
0: of the story is interesting to me. The university statements, the why he's not being fired, just all of it is so revealing and a little maddening. But, yeah, we've got people sending us all over America, sending us the story. We broke this story. Well, the journalist who wrote the story broke the story in his campus newspaper, but then we gave it to the world. So, yes, we know. But thank you. If you ever see something you think we ought to be talking about, it. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm encouraging you. Send it to mailbag at com.
4: And also more Cohen highlights and lowlights. I was re-upping my insurance yesterday. For some reason, I had to do this thing for my extra uh like, if I die insurance. Mm. Had to fill out this form. Life insurance, I believe, is the uh, term of art. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's a bunch of stuff if I get injured. and I don't know. Different kinds. Anyway, here's a question that I had to check the box, which I thought was kind of funny. In the past two years, have you flown a plane yourself, engaged in auto or boat racing, mm. scuba dived, hang glided, gone ballooning, Flown ultra ultralights, gone parachuting, gone mountain climbing, or any, any similar sport or avocation. I, uh, I checked oh, no. I, I'm, I hope, I'm an underwater hang glider, because I, I guess that's similar. I hope they don't find out about my parachute bull riding activity that I do, <laughs> where I parachute down onto a bull. Right, while then, it's bucking. And then when it when it bucks you off, you have to climb up a mountain. Right. And then kayak your way down. And oh, right. (laughs) To get to the bull, you're in a boat race. So you're going as fast (laughs) as you can. Right.
0: To get to. You get to the parachute, I thought that was hilarious when you when your kayak goes off of the cliff at the waterfall, <laughs> that's when your chute is engaged. <laughs> then you guide your parachute onto the
4: bull's back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do that right. on the week well, every other weekend. They hold it at Yosemite. If you've never seen it, you should. <laughs> it's at half dome right right on the edge. Yes, that's where I do my bull riding exactly that you parachute onto the back of the bull. Yeah. Yeah. I I used to do some of that stuff and would like to do it again. We're headed that way with insurance though, as we had the oh. conversation the other day with, with Craig. Yeah, I Craig mean,
0: the healthcare guru.
4: Is is it all gets more tied together and all these different things going on get more socialized. Man, you aren't gonna be able to do anything. And we're all going to be spying on each other like it's the Soviet Union or something. Right. Because you're costing me money because you're parachuting or whatever.
0: There will be rewards for turning in a coworker for untoward behavior. Probably. And I would guess anything from, you know, kayak parachute bull riding
4: to getting
0: drunk to gaining weight.
4: Who knows? If we currently have a situation in the workplace where you can get in trouble... For for witnessing a sexual harassment or racist joke, right, and not saying anything about yes. it, it's with one with money on the line for insurance. How would we not end up in a place where, hey, uh, Joe was talking about he went uh, rock climbing the other day, and I don't know if he has that on his insurance. You might right. want to check it out.
0: And we'll call him Health Buddies. Be a health buddy. Be a health buddy. If your
3: Take a kayak. Go right. into those walls. No,
4: no, no, exactly. Your insurance will be canceled, Celine. Yeah, Jack mentioned his kids were on a trampoline. Does he have that uh, marked down that he's been on a trampoline recently? Yeah,
0: I'm Jack's health buddy, and I heard him talking about a
4: trampoline. He went snowboarding over the weekend? Yeah. Does the company know that?
0: You know, it was a groovy little uh, hit record of the 80s. Uh, the commissars in town. Uh, why don't you Google that? Uh, why don't you figure out what that's actually about? The idea of... All of the citizens informing on each other in a culture of mutual suspicion and fear and wanting to be the first to go to the authorities before somebody goes about you. That's uh, that's nice.
4: I get that. I thought we weren't going to be
0: outragey this segment.
4: I, get, I was trying to be funny with my parachuting onto the back of a bull and then engaging in a boat You race. were.
0: That was hilarious. Um, it's my fault. I'm to blame, clearly. <laughs> I've reviewed the tape.
4: Um, I get that insurance companies have a right to know if you're a competitive free-form rock climber? Is that the one where you don't use any ropes and harnesses and stuff? Just, right, yeah, yeah. I, right. I get that. Free climbing, yeah. I, or I build and
0: fly experimental aircraft of my yeah. own
4: design. Yeah, it's like the guy that flies over our place all the time. It looks like a lawn chair yeah. with a with a lawnmower motor on it and oh, some sort of propeller. What? And his leg it seriously looks like a lawn chair. Yeah. His feet are just dangling. And he's Those guys and me are made of
0: different stuff. Tell you what, I I am so envious I could do of that. guys who do that. I could
4: do that easily. It just doesn't seem that smart, because I've personally known people who've died doing that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. common. But um, I understand that. But are we going down the road where, you know, I'd like to snowboard with the kids, but I can't, and insurance doesn't cover that. Skiing, snowboarding, we went on vacation, we can't do kayaking, I can't do that. I mean, is that, is that where I, we're going to end up? I could up? easily see... My premium would be way too high if I put on there the exclusion where I can go skiing and kayaking. Right, exactly.
0: Well, kayaking is... I mean, if you're whitewater kayaking, that's, that's something. The kayaking I do, trust me, that's not a risk to anybody. Um, okay, how about snowboarding or skiing? Well, I was going to say, but if you're, say, 50-plus... Mountain biking. I could easily see an exclusion for mountain biking and skiing snowboarding for if you're 50 plus for an insurance company
4: and if it's and it's a and it's enough money that it's a do you want to or not and, and the penalty for getting caught doing it right. if you
0: get hurt is way too high to risk it yeah well this is socialism folks i suggest you resist it moving along oh we don't really have time for this uh perhaps we'll get to it in a moment or three uh, a very special request from listener kent who says in light of michael cohen's testimony mentioning that Don Jr. has the worst judgment in the world, according to Don Sr., well, according to Cohen. <laughs> it's a
4: heck of a thing to say about your son,
0: but it certainly could be true. Joe, it's been forever. Could you please update your ranking of the Trumps mm. during the uh, convention in 2016?
4: Yep. That much time mm. has passed. Great Summer Scott. of 2016.
0: Yeah, I would regularly rank the Trumps
4: usually uh, based on their very popular speech, yeah. feature yeah their
0: speeches their 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 uh, appearances at campaign rallies that sort of thing.
4: having having seen them up close in person i'm ranking Ivanka at the top well i will uh <laughs> holy cow okay
0: okay i'm about science horn dog and i've uh, i have ranked the trumps um i've gone over the data twice and the rankings may shock you oh really yes so stay tuned for that I've heard... also much more seriously the professor Gainfully employed at a major American university, who says you ought to
4: murder cops. Speaking of ranking the Trumps and Don Jr., there 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 are a number of people like, like practically everybody who's who's serious and trying to be nonpartisan about covering the whole Trump thing. Mm-hmm. Says the trouble lies in that whole New York Southern District thing and the family and 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 whatever criminal activities they might have and don jr possibly lying to feds about various things that's where the trouble lies right for the whole trump family right boy don jr could he very easily could have lied to feds about various things and as his dad says he's got terrible judgment (laughs) cohen says his dad said he has terrible judgment sir well, that, okay, that gets to the, is there any reason not to believe Cohen on the, on, on the stuff that he talked about? Because there's a lot of opportunities for him to make things worse for Trump that he passed on. Yes. And there'd have been no way to verify them. Well, and there, there were a lot of opportunities
0: for him to make his life much, much worse by lying. So, I have a feeling he probably, on anything verifiable, told
4: the truth as no, he there, understands. Okay, we'll get into that more. He took a pass on some things he easily could have said there would have been no way to figure out if he is lying or not. No way. Oh, right, right. And so and why would he do that and then lie about other stuff? We got some examples coming up uh, throughout the show. I hope you can stay with us. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right?
1: Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com slash build.